you guys froze for me. I was talking and uh, it was fine. Uh, we were saying you're about to drop some, 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 some heat, some facts. No, I was just like, oh my god, please don't let this be recorded. I thought you guys are mispronouncing this brand's name because I actually like Jaquemus. Jaquemus? It's not Jaquemus. It's not Jaquemus. Jaquemus. Ma, right? Is that wrong? I got it wrong too. Yeah. What is it? Jack and Moose, like Jack Moose, like Jack and Moose. Jaquemus. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna call it Jaquemus. I don't don't give a shit about that brand. Jaquemus. I think it's Jacques Ma. That's what I. It's that's, not, dude. It's not like it's not. I know. I speak. I, I speak French. Um, mm. Is this? Is it even a French brand? Where is it? Where is it? It is a French Ma? brand. He is actually French. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not Jacques Ma. <laughs> this isn't like a Perrier type of thing. And also, like people think that Lacroix, like Lacroix, that's how you pronounce it. It's actually like Lacroix. And they did it intentionally. So if you've ever like drank that seltzer and you're calling it LaCroix, like you're wrong. How do you really how was it LaCroix? LaCroix, like the, the brand is like from somewhere in middle America and they literally intentionally like mispronounced it. So you're telling me like, it's not French? It's not French. The more you know. Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up, Alex? How are you, buddy? I'm good. I think you blew it out there. Um, Fuck. Yeah, here's a note for all involved. Uh, No yelling into the mic. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm excited because today is a big, 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 big day on the podcast. Oh, and I'm sorry. I can't contain my enthusiasm. I can't contain my excitement. And I'm going to blow out the speakers a couple of times. It's not going to uh, be first. It's not great for audio quality, but go ahead. Well, here's why. Fans of the podcast, you know that we've been playing, we've been tweaking, we've been messing with the format of the show, all an attempt to get better. Every day we wake up and we're like, look in the mirror, do a couple push-ups, and we're like, how can we be better? We want to do a lot of things with the show. We want to do video. We want to do live shows. We got big, big, big plans. We want, we got ideas. We're ideas people, really, Kevin. That's the thing. Right. You and I were oh, going yeah. to the moon. And so the question we ask, how do we get better as a podcast? How do we take this idea of a show that each week talks about stories and branding and food and beverage and make it into the best goddamn fucking podcast in the world? Right, Kevin? That's the plan. Yes, that's the plan. That's right. That's the enthusiasm I, I love. So we're doing a pretty good job. But one of our big ideas, one of the big ways that we can improve is to have another voice in the mix. And not just any voice. We're talking an oracle, a snackseer, a soothsayer, which is a term that I know because I just found out three minutes ago. Someone who actually knows things versus just researching them like five to seven minutes before the podcast. Someone who has their finger on the pulse of the internet. Someone that is the goddamn internet. Someone who lives and breathes and tweets and snacks. Someone who might actually know what NFTs and Web3 are. Because we don't, we don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything. So we are thrilled today to announce live from Honduras, the one and only Andrea Hernandez. <laughs> wow. AKA Snackshot, AKA uh, your, your favorite tweeter's favorite tweeter. Welcome, Andrea. How are you? 
<laughs> that is like the best intro. I feel like I'm ready to hit the stage. Like, oh, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like my own show. Just kidding. I'm good. Like fireworks just went off. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, a star is born. Here she is, everyone. Um, I'm on the deep end. Watches on I'm far from the show now. All right. If we're being honest, like um, yeah. all of our cold open had Andrea in there. So they're going to, uh, you know, they, I think they, know. Might, they probably already know. So, OK, well, but that was really fantastic. Thank you, guys. I actually am very excited. We've been talking about this for weeks, if not. We have. Months. Yeah. We've been planning and here it all is here. Here's the magic scheming. moment. Here's the moment. So basically, you know, the show's not going to change dramatically. I think we're still going to do the general same things we've been doing, but we've also been making it up as we go. So we can also change the things of the show. That's the special part of it. And then also like because of your research and because of your obviously incredible uh, newsletter and uh, website and all the amazing things you do, uh, you're going to bring a lot of uh, stories to us. And a lot of things that you're thinking about, things that you got swirling around in that big brain of yours, and you're <laughs> going to bring those things to the show, um, and uh, you're going to help us understand what's going on in the world. So that is what uh, that is what we're doing. So technically, this is our this is our Thanksgiving episode. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess it is. Not giving... that I celebrate that, but well, that's true. <laughs> Do you celebrate that? No, why would I celebrate? This doesn't make sense. It's true. <laughs> Not that, to it, me. You bring up a good point. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense why we celebrated either, Kevin. True. true. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts on Thanksgiving? A day, off, a day off is a day off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we are going to celebrate the holiday season, really, is what we've been doing. We've been celebrating what's going on. We've been celebrating uh, the fact that the year is almost closing and the fact that we are all going to eat and drink. And that's really what... Uh, us here, Americans, we do um, better than anything else is just <laughs> drinking. And who better to sort of uh, to, to, to be on this journey of eating and drinking than uh, the queen of food and beverage? Oh, God. The yeah, herself. I love it because, you know, um, it's when you start to see the most cringe, like cringeworthy ads that all oh, yeah. these like brands are putting out there. And oh, God. Yes. I love them. It's triggering. So maybe, maybe, maybe do you want to do like a, a, a quick intro on sort of like what Snackshot is for maybe the people that didn't listen to your episode and have no idea what Snackshot is? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So Snackshot is a newsletter that talks about upcoming food and beverage trends that also pivoted into a cult where we worship sultry snacks and sexy pantry items. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, it's a space for snack boys and snackers alike. Um, I know Alex is a certified snack boy. For those who don't know what that is, is fuck boy meets everyone vibes. So, you know, we welcome all into our cult. And and if you want to check out more of it, you can just go to snackshop.com. There it is. The plug. Um <laughs> I love how you said uh, we pivoted to a cult. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what happened. I wish I could describe it, you know, differently, but that's that's literally what happened. It became yeah. a cult. <laughs> it was a it was a news a newsletter and long form writing that pivoted into a cult. It happens. <laughs> that's just how shit goes, you know. When you get a lot of fumbles, you got yeah. I mean, I mean, so cult as a service, you know, SaaS is the new SaaS. Cult yeah. is a service. I mean, she's redefining cult. The best brands, <laughs> let's be clear here. The best brands are cults. 
um, and the best religion or the best cult is religion. So we're all, you know, it's it's it all leads back to, to look worship. cults. Cults are the most profitable thing. Just ask the Catholic Church. Fact. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can get people to just worship and give you money and you don't have to pay taxes like that's mm-hmm. pretty much the uh, tax free zone, baby model. Yeah, exactly. that, yeah, that's goals right there. <laughs> yes, but you're right. Like this time of year is very cringy for brands. I think that's like, I think it's it's somewhere, and I don't remember where this started, but maybe this is you know, again, Black Friday became this you know thing where like every brand has to do some sort of sale, do some sort of promotion, has to do like brands all year long are obnoxious. And then like the holidays come around and it's just like a war zone of who could like outdo one another for, for stories, for sales, for just, you know, you know, out uh, promoting one another. Do you think that's uh, is that true? I would say, yeah, I feel like it's, it's like a hail Mary where it's like, it's your last quarter. <laughs> so it's like, if you have any budget left, let's just fuck like let's just fucking do it go for it you have like the weirdest shittiest idea ever let's fucking go like i feel like that's literally what happens like around this time where it's like we're just gonna throw it all in there yeah like the worst ideas whatever who cares it's the end of the year (laughs) yeah i mean consumption is love so (laughs) yeah i mean we live in a a, you know kevin loves capitalism he each week he goes on and on and on about how great capitalism is and how much he it's just mm-hmm. you know, he's he, he lives and breathes it and it's like nothing is more you know representative representative of our society than giving people 15 to 20 percent off of the goods <laughs> that they buy all yeah. year round and, uh, 50 uh, inch big screen tv for uh 38 yes please yeah give it to it's- the people it's so funny because like if you watch this documentary the the corporation like they talk just how much like they go behind the scenes of like okay yeah this like shirt that you're buying for 70 dollars it actually has like a 300 percent markup and it's so funny that people get excited to have 15 or 20 percent reduction of something that's literally worthless so it does have to do to say a lot about uh our society as a whole yeah i mean american americans love a fucking deal yeah maybe i mean maybe it's not just americans probably everybody loves a deal like yeah who doesn't love a deal but that's what i'm saying like it's so funny like the psychology of like having just like a discounted or even when it's like you know how some brands will be like instead of ten dollars they'll be like 9.99 like just like that i think that's oh, hilarious yeah. to me <laughs> andrea if, if you you're you're a big fan of the show you're you're a long time listener so you know that we have the famed uh sort of segments of our show where we just quickly go through topics and we determine whether they are naughty or nice and we call this holiday season um, and uh, we're going to throw some things at you. The first one is 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 a new uh, concept, but it's not really a concept. It's 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 hidden vill- sorry hidden valley ranch knock. And so this is an article from Thrillist. There are a lot of reasons to love the holidays, including the focus on food uh, and uh, you know pumpkin pie, latkes, and of course eggnog. Do you do you consume eggnog? Is that is that something no. you've ever had? We okay, so we we call it differently. It's 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 similar to eggnog, but it's yeah. called rompopo. So it's like okay. it's it's different. It's same but different. <laughs> Got it, but, Kevin. Yeah. What do you think of eggnog? That's uh, it. I'll it's have it every. I'll have like a. I'll, I'll get drunk off it one night a year. Well, there you go. So the one for the one night a year, the the the, the dressing brand ranch hidden valley ranch has announced its limited edition holiday collection 
it's holiday ranch nog kits. It's basically a conjunction, a bizarre beverage that they're making from rosemary and whiskey. And, and, and it has tank. It's basically has all the creaminess of traditional eggnog plus the tangy savory and herb filled notes of ranch dressing. Hidden Valley's ranch Oof. nog kit comes with everything you need to make the holiday drink, including two glasses and a gold jigger. Um, this sounds so gross because I personally think eggnog is one of the, the grossest drinks that you could possibly have. I honestly think it's disgusting. I don't know <laughs> why anyone even likes it. It's so bad. And then we're going to make it fucking even worse with ranch. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. This is. So, I think you got to pump the brakes the, on the. This is the most naughty thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I think you got to pump the brakes on worst drink ever. Um, there's certainly worse drinks than eggnog. Um, okay. Like my, what? Like what? Yeah, name one. Um, I don't know, like a mint chocolate chip shake or okay, something. Okay, I got. No, I agree. Agree. No, sorry, Hell I yeah. have to agree with Kevin because I honestly, if you're the kind of person who likes mint chocolate, why don't you just like fucking drink orange juice like after brushing your teeth exactly. and be done with it, dude? You don't even have to go buy <laughs> something else. Um, but my thoughts on this is like I'm not sure if it could be it could beat out um Heinz um mayo flavored ice cream Never. from last year. It could. I'm not. I'm I'm trying to figure out like on a scale of one to mayo flavored um, ice cream like how bad yeah. this is and I think it it really does it it's it's right up there. It's so gross. I yeah. mean, Kevin, I mean, this just I, smells I, like a this just smells like a publicity stunt. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. and I just you don't know. think it has anything to do with the holidays, like ranch dressing. It's like get dude, out of here, eggnog. With eggnog. Yeah. But that's dude. what I'm trying to say. Like, it's so cringe. Hold on. Yeah, we're, I we're trying just so got hard my headphone out, but okay. Um, I hope you can delete that. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. Okay, so cool. none of this. Ke- yeah. Ke- but Kevin, here's the thing. Kevin, are you a ranch guy? You know, people yeah, that like. I like ranch. You like ranch, yeah. I you like know, it. I'm not people like make a... ranch their personality, right? Like, why is that? Like, <laughs> I think thing? Eric Andre ranched it up. <laughs> okay, is that the thing? No, I mean people love. You know, ranch yeah. is just like herby mayo. People oh. love mayo. I love mayo. I'm a mayo no, boy. Mayo is mayo is great. Ranch to me is like I mean I don't know. I'm ranch blue is just as a ranch better is just ranch is mayo. Yeah. So can we talk about like how ranch is basically the equivalent of like if mayo and like blue cheese had a baby of sorts? No, there's no there's no there's no <laughs> cheese. <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> can a, defend, defend ranch. The taste. I mean the taste. It does taste like if you it's like a watered down blue cheese. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Thank you. That, that. I'm a, I agree. We can, this is, we can agree on that. Like people that fucking dip their pizza in ranch dressing, it's like, what's wrong with you? I mean, if yeah, it's a good it's ranch, like, dude, come on. I don't know. No. Where did that even come from? I'm gonna have the to Midwest. Do a, like, yeah, people a rap, love really? people love sauce. I know we're gonna offend a lot of people here. Everybody loves sauce. Country, in the middle of the country. I'm not dying. I'm not dying. I'm not dying Kevin on the ranch Town. hill. Yeah. I'm not gonna die on the ranch hill, but you know, time and place. You're gonna die at, at Hidden Valley. <laughs> You're dying on that hill. <laughs> yeah, bury me in the Hidden Valley. <laughs> the, the Valley, yeah, the Hidden Valley. Send me down the river. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Kevin, river. you should, you should, like, honestly, I'm not telling you what what your takes need to be, but like, if anyone's gonna stand up for ranch on this podcast, it's gonna be you. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm coming. For, I'm blue cheese first, obviously. Like, I think okay. blue cheese is much better. Like, okay, you know, I'll say um, that. Let me get that out of the way, but. I mean, people, yes. people just love, people love mayonnaise based sauces, okay. you know? So is this, uh, I guess this would be a nice on your list. Um, yeah. Good question. No, this is not a nice on my list because <laughs> this is going to taste like absolute trash. <laughs> this is going to taste so shitty. Like you want like, 
you want like uh you disappeared there for a second Alex. you want like um you don't want herby eggnog you want like uh you want like sweet savory eggnog like you want to put some fucking hennessy in there you don't want like you're not putting like i mean i guess people would put fireball but you're this, that's another conversation i think you should do this for i think that for science you should do this where it's like you combine this with a fireball shot oh i think we should all do it i and, cannot and- do that throw up <laughs> let's, let's also just like just really quickly just kind of remind ourselves that they said whiskey rosemary and ranch dressing like what world are they any of these things going to taste good like and it's like not and they i'll think take, they're, I'll take they're pretending whiskey like and this rosemary. is gonna be good I'll take whiskey, whiskey and rosemary, but yeah, that's no delightful. ranch dressing. Ranch nog is, <laughs> oh, no. is sans, a terrible idea. Sans the oh, dressing. and then I have to just—I know we've gone way too long here. I have to just once say one more thing: the, the the Pinterest wedding typeface on the like mugs and the packaging oh is 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 really what really kind of sets me off the most. I yeah. think more than it, even anything else. It's also like, on oh. the measuring cup. It says tablespoons. What? Who fucking measures in tablespoons? Oh with, my god! Making cocktails. Fuck? Yeah, but also, can we? Okay, I know why they're doing this. So there is around the holiday season. There's this trend that's called the. Uh, it's like a, ch- chalet cuterie. So it's basically like these like, um, snow chalets made off of like, uh, prosciutto and like crackers and cheese. Have you guys seen that? And it's like, no. dude, it's like two fucking baby bell cheeses like put on top of each other to make like a a snowman it's hilarious and then it'll be like it'll have a little like pot of of plants and it's like a a mushroom that's like stuffed with cheese and has like some herbs coming out of it it's hilarious but that literally gives me that like same sentiment of of that chalet cutery thing (laughs) okay i'm looking at it right now and i mean this is speaking my language here we got prosciutto (laughs) and we got sort of cheese you know little little house like this is this is you know this is a this is a trend i can get behind but prosciutto and ranch do not mix they should not they should not be in the same like atmosphere like if if they should not be guys lived in america they should not be out of the fridge at the same time ranch is trash (laughs) moving on there's another another collab here that wait andrea did you say naughty or nice is this is this naughty or nice this for you? This is naughty for me. All right, yeah. this is naughty for me as well. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Coors uh, is doing a promotion uh, partnership with Hungry Man. Hungry Man is the sort of like uh, you know lunchables for adults. Basically, you get like uh, you know turkey and stuffing and uh, cranberry sauce, and it comes with a cold Coors Light. Yeah. Um, this has got to be the most depressing like holiday collaboration ever like <laughs> hunger man's definitely a, like hands down the most depressing meal you can ever have yeah um i guess it gets better if you add a beer in there but um this is this is like i feel i feel bad for anybody who who buys this especially if the they're eating man. alone i yeah, yeah if, if you're really out there eating a hunger man alone just give me a now call I'm sad now i'm sad now the... no wait 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 i actually you tweeted about so this sad. like uh, maybe earlier this year I was like how come no one has like put canned, wa- canned wine with a lunchable right like for summer I feel like I feel like this would have been for me the holidays like I agree with Kevin it just makes me feel sad but maybe if this was like a summer thing it's like okay I can see people you know taking it to some beach and like I don't know Tampa or whatever like a really trashy Florida beaches I hope I'm not offending anybody I probably did but like okay. I could imagine no, it don't being, care. No being better I think I could I can imagine it being like cooler at because like the holidays 
it's supposed to be like meals and family. Like, I, why the fuck do I want to be like eating solo during the holidays? And know, you could get getting you drunk. could get your whole family hungry man's. Have, you ever, <laughs> have any of you, have you either of you had hunger man? I've never had that no, in my life, no. but I, I know. Remember, I remember I getting a pretty good childhood. Yeah, oh yeah, cool, <laughs> Alex. Nice. Um, I don't want to remember... flex on you, but um. I remember seeing those commercials when I was a kid. Me. Jesus Christ. I remember seeing those commercials as a kid. And uh, I at the store, I asked my mom to get me one because I thought, you know, I'd be a man if I had Hungry Man. And uh, let me tell you, that shit sucked. Oh, my God. Kevin, I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, and not to slander any of our previous clients, but like <laughs> we have, we've worked on some uh, meal delivery service um, brands here. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at the Center Design Studio LLC. And the difference between uh, that and sort of the hungry man, uh, microwavable sort of TV dinner, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that different. It's oh, yeah, I stuff. agree. It's and a fine so, line. So it's really just about branding. And so, oh, hung- 100%. <laughs> and so, yeah, are there other brands, Andrea, that like are doing modern sort of like TV dinner type things. There's one called Ipsa that it does seem like a more premium one. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen it, um, but it is sort of like the TV dinner type of microwavable thing. Um, I think yeah. it's based out of New York, um, but that came to mind. Um, yeah. And there's like a few others, but I think that I think that the the point that you made, Kevin, 100%. Like this just looks like a sad meal to me. It's like no. Because I'm going to be honest, right? So I'm on a meal plan right now called Territory. And um, basically what it is, is a meal that, you know, sort of uh, comes to my house every week and they just got a new rebrand and it makes my life a lot easier because I come home late and I don't really want to cook dinner, but I don't want to order in every single night. And so I basically just, it's, it's, it's essentially just a better designed hungry man. Do you and, guys uh, know that the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, wanted to I was going to say like fact. the idea of like the hungry man is like, you're basically by yourself sitting in like one of those tables, like those uh, TV tables, right? With like the wood thing that you like fold out and put next to your couch. And that is incredibly depressing. But the idea of mixing alcohol with these things, right? Like I <laughs> literally just ate one for lunch, like a like one of these sort of meals that came in like a plastic thing. And not um, coarse just, light though, like a canned wine or something. Yeah, yeah. You, I think we're you'd gonna get uh, here. Yeah, you'd get like a high noon with a territory. I think and one of the things I'm excited about on the show is like, we're going to come up with so many business plans. Like, I think if we came up with an idea, right, for like a classier dinner and then like it did come with like one little canned red wine. That's what I'm like, saying. I've been wanting that. That, for a long that time should now. exist. That should I exist. know. But I wanted to give you guys like a little tidbit of history of like Please. where the whole like Lunchable type comes from. And it does come. Yeah, it go. was inspired um, from for like by t- TV dinners. Um, but they knew that it was very depressing. Like that's why they made that whole, um, you know how usually these things have like a transparent like cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if I had mentioned this to you, but like you may have had this conversation before, but Lunchables basically like try to make it pretty as it like they thought of like gift packaging. So that's why like the Lunchables like, oh, like they had like an actual image and color whatever instead of just like a transparent film because they didn't want mothers to feel guilty for giving their kids like a sad lunch um and that literally went into the the the, like the success of lunchables where it felt like like the psychology of getting mothers to think like oh no this is like a treat or a gift that i'm giving my kids instead of like i don't have time to prepare a proper lunch so here are some crackers and some deli scraps like i love a good psychological trick in marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But here's here's my thought on that. Didn't Lunchables at some point come with like a Capri Sun mm-hmm. in the pack? Or did mm-hmm. I make that mm-hmm. up? No, yeah. it did. It did. So then there you go. This is just like, that's the kid's version. You got the like scrap deli meats and some Ritz crackers and a Capri Sun. And then the adult version should be like, you know, cavatelli and uh, red wine. And oh, like we, a little piece of, uh, you know, sort of. A we need to talk s- about squash. the adult adult um, ecto coolers I made while I was like hosting this event last week while I was in L.A. We did okay. adult ecto coolers using orange wine. Oh, <laughs> so damn. cool. And we put them in the little pouch with with straws and stuff. Damn. So, yeah. That's a well, whole business idea. You know that High C brought back the uh, the ecto cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they are uh, coconut. Is that correct? High C, or am I, did I just make that up? I'm not sure. I have no fucking clue. Probably I somebody. Know, else I should would... be. I should be the one that knows that. But I. Don't. It sounds like um, it. It probably is. Wait. But so let's see. who who is the beverage dealer? So McDonald's has Coke, right? Coca-Cola yes. is at McDonald's. So, Correct. yes, High C is owned by Coca-Cola. I'm using my transitive properties because last time I got a High C. That's impressive stuff. Yeah, and I'm you're like, correct now because it, it, I just checked it and it is the Coca-Cola. Yeah. I, and the reason why I brought it up, not to brag, but I did work there. And uh, I remember. Oh, that's great. Did you really? I've never heard I, you talk about it I did work before. at Coca-Cola for 10 years. And so one of the things I do remember was them bringing back like the Ecto Cooler guy. Like who's the the Ghostbuster dude? What's mm-hmm, his name? Mm-hmm. Blobby. The slime guy. I don't know. The slime guy. Yeah. And they were like <laughs> trying to figure out how to like design him and like the new like you know in in today's world. Oh, we're so far off. Topic. Yeah. But not your nice. line is not your nice. Jeez. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. It makes me sad when I think about the lonely guy on Christmas eating a hungry man by himself with a Coors Light. Yeah. But like generally, I'm here for this innovation, which is yeah. bringing beer to microwavable dinners. Yeah, I think it, I think the beer for me puts it on the nice list. Um, hopefully nobody microwaves that beer can. Uh, hopefully they take it out before they microwave that. But, That's a know, lot of like, hopefully. This is what Kevin's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I would say to me it's naughty. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is what this is this is what makes us great is our differences. Next thing, truly holiday flavor pack. I don't even know why it's on the list. It just looks like a holiday flavored seltzers. Yeah, fucking. This is a train wreck. Uh, this is naughty. Yeah, fuck out Stop of here. Stop it. Truly. Naughty. We it does not it doesn't even warrant a discussion. Yeah, let's no. not even nobody's yeah, even gonna try even this. Like nobody fuck, should try this. Fuck you, truly. I think um, as a punishment, just we everybody needs to not buy this. It's <laughs> not gonna be good. Yes. Um, but I will say today, uh Jacques Ma, aka Jacques Moose, um, launched a CBD can seltzer. And uh, the question is, are, is this the trend to fashion brands launching their own seltzers? Was SNL right? Is everyone JCPenney seltzer coming next? Like, Listen. is this, is this, this going to happen, Andrea? Um, I would say, first of all, uh, this is one of the reasons why I own the domain, not another CBD product.com, because yeah. Oh, yeah. this is just like it, it's CBD is a new organic as in it's devoid of meaning at this point. But I would say, yeah, um, I think uh, fashion getting into their own like food and beverage products is in line with celebrities doing the same. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually thinking that we're going to start to see a lot more yeah first it was celebrities and now you're going to probably see fashion houses um do the same thing why not i love it i love it i mean if they you know a lot of these fashion brands are like quote-unquote lifestyle brands so you know why do they have to stop at uh, making clothes and kind of uh 
dip their toes into Agreed. packaged products. And uh, seltzer seems like the easiest one to make and just kind of. Uh, I feel like we need an intervention and- for people making CBD beverages. Like, oh my God, please. you know, I'm happy for Jaquimus getting in there, you know, <laughs> getting more revenue verticals. Uh, good for them. They probably need it. I'm sure they're going through some tough times now. Nobody's buying revenue their clothes. Verticals for Jaquimus. No, to be honest, I. I think this is maybe the second time I'm I'm hearing of Jaquimus. Um and you know I Ooh, apparently they are high, they are high fashion. Um I'm not really hip to uh, a lot of the big elite brands out there. They're very but, very Well, your generation we, your generation is very depop. Your very, generation is like Yeah, I go to thrift stores and brands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean and 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 to be honest like those Kevin are you familiar with the very little mini handbags? Oh, are those Jaquimus? Yes. They're also Jaquimus. Yep. Exactly. So <laughs> Um, I, I'm with you though. Last, last thought there is like, why did it have to be CBD? Like, why did they have to like launch a CBD canned beverage? No, oh, I love it. I think it's, it, no, I think it's also like, it speaks on like, I think that's, I love that it, in my mind, I'm thinking it's parody in a way where it's like, dude, everything, everybody's doing it. Let's fucking do it. Like, yeah. I, that's how I would love to think about it. I would love to think that they're doing it as a spoof and less of like, oh, guys, we really want you to like try our CBD drink. Um, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. Good and I think the that. design of it is pretty good. And it is a little like tongue in cheeky. I think you're right. Like they're not mm-hmm. doing this like earnestly. They're not trying mm-hmm. to like, as Kevin said, uh, increase their verticals. You know, <laughs> they're, they're just trying to do this as like a little splashy kind of joke. Tongue. What I was saying about the intervention is... <laughs> I think we need to have an intervention for all CBD drinks that they need yeah. to be above a certain amount of like CBD content because mm. what they're putting in currently like 25 milligrams or whatever it is, like you cannot feel that. Like it's you, scientifically, you, it produces and, no feeling yeah, in people and people don't like, know you need that. at least, yeah, you need at least like, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a scientist and I don't know these numbers, but I'm going to say you need at least three times that amount of CBD if not 100 milligrams of CBD to actually get some sort yeah. of feeling out of it. Uh, and, and I've actually talked about this with brands um, and sort of like the misconception. A lot of people think CBD drinks are going to put like, make them feel somehow like different. And it's me having to explain to these people like this amount, like in a drink is going to do nothing for you. Yes. Um, and so I a hundred percent agree. Like Kevin, you're right. And these manufacturers, they know that. Um, and I think, um, there's a brand called wonder. They even have one that they call a tall boy. So it's like giving you like a double dosage. So maybe that works. I don't know. Regulation wise, like how, like that has to do a lot with the amount that goes into it, but you're hundred percent correct. And this is why the adoption of CBD drinks at, at first it, it's like more of a Trojan horse type of thing where it's like, Oh, it has CBD. And then people try it and they're like, Oh, this did absolutely nothing to Placebos. me. Yeah. The SIBO effect. People even <laughs> fucking with CBD anymore. I feel like it's like I, I don't like know. Come and gone. THC is the new THC is the new CBD hype. Yeah, right oh, now. People, yeah. People I mean, go the real thing. Drink, yeah, Smoke drink weed. something that'll actually do something for you. Don't even drink. Yeah. You know what? Do it the old school way. Get 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 an eighth of weed. Break it up <laughs> in a fucking grinder. Put it in a glass pipe. Light it on fire. Put that smoke into your into your into your uh, body into your system, and get high. Yeah, roll that's that a, shit. Light that shit. Smoke it. Um, right. I will like say I've been on I've been traveling west across the U.S. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Tuesday night, I stopped at a gas station and they had CBD toothpicks for 50 cents. Like they're Stop. like literally bargain bin. And I, oh, I, yeah, I bought one 
I bought a pack and I will You'll I will be it. chewing on them. I will this be chewing the on them and thing. enjoying them. Can you please send me a picture of that? I, I absolutely will. They are in my car. Oh I'm my so God. excited for them. I was actually going through my cabinet looking for a screwdriver and I actually found CBD and I just had been sitting here for like a million years and I was like, maybe I should well, bring this, you know. Okay, the thing with the tinctures is that they are concentrated enough to where you can like, you know, dose it out to actually get some sort of effect. Like I know like a lot of like older people take that for like pain relief and stuff. So like that's valid. Like tinctures are valid. Like even like smokable CBD herb, valid. But 25 milligram drinks, not valid. Okay. Uh, we're not even into the show yet. Well, I think we kind of departed from naughty or nice. Oh, so, yeah. We lost, I thought, we, I thought we, the Jaquemus was uh, off the rail. I thought Jaquemus was kind of a topic. But. Oh, okay. Okay. Jaquemus. Um, I'm here for it. I, I think it's, I, I agree. I think it's kind of tongue in cheek and I just can't stop thinking of the SNL skit where JCPenney. How do you actually say this brand name? I've said it so many times wrong that I can't remember. Jacquemus. Jacquemus. Yeah. Jacquemus. Jacquemus is uh, how I pronounce it. Which, uh, I will never forget wrong. that, Alex, because like I, how? How does the U make a O-I sound? To like, be honest, it, I just, yeah. I just, um, really I just thought, had it with confidence. Yeah, Jacquemus. I cannot wait to tell people, because I actually got invited to be part of like a panel, a beverage innovation panel in Paris. And I cannot wait to tell them. <laughs> Tell them oh, about that me ja- too, Jackemus. Jackemus. Like- um, okay. <laughs> One thing we, we next next topic, <laughs> Mischief, our favorite uh, studio from Anna Brooklyn. That is, uh, you know, kind of known for their mischief. provocative uh, launches. They do one every Monday. Uh, this was actually the release from last Monday. I just saw that they posted something today. That was. Uh, um, I don't really know exactly what's going on there. I haven't really done my research, but last week they had a really cool idea that was in the world of food and beverage, which is they're entering into the world of snacks, which is uh, their, their ideas is pretty simple. It's called illegal chips. They are limited edition chips that are based on flavors of food that have been banned. So the three flavors are horse meat, which was banned in 1847, fugu poison blowfish, which um, I believe is also uh, banned in America, but I think you can eat it in like Japan or something. And then the last one, which I had no idea about, which is called uh, Kazu Marzu cheese. Um, and it's maggot filled. And so in the manifesto, Mastiff basically says like that prohibitions create desire and that the forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. So for $12, you get one of each flavor at illegalchips.com uh, or something. And uh, I did order them. I don't have them, unfortunately. I wish I did. Good yeah, for you. Wait for, for a review. better program. Can you wait for me? Can you wait for me to, eat, to try them? Well, you're not coming back to like January. Damn. Um, I mean, you're so not going to mischief doing, doing mischief stuff. Um, I think this is a great idea. I think it's super funny and very mischief. But I'm bummed that my chips aren't here. Let me look. In I... transit. I am obsessed with mischief Um, and as someone who does more of like fake product launches that are not don't exist at all. um, I really love that they went beyond and they really actually made this an actual product like I'm obsessed. yeah. Yeah, they're so impressive to me, like what they do in terms of like they have these great ideas. And yes, it's one thing to come up with like a meme or a parody sort of a photoshop it's a whole other thing to take this and like actually get a food scientist and like (laughs) make the products and then make them available Mm -hmm. and then the thing that i think is so impressive 
Then they come back the next week and they got something else. Yeah, I love, I love, so like, honestly, like, I think that's the goal for any 21st century, I guess, like venture studio or whatever, or like someone who's like, just fucking exploring beyond like constructs. Like, why not? Like, why, why, why were these flavors banned? You know, like, I would love to know, I would love to know more about it. Like, you know, it's like when that flavor of the, the, what's it called? The banana Laffy Taffy. Do you guys, have you guys ever tried it? So like the Laffy, so like the Laffy Taffy banana, it was rumored that it was, it's actually an extinct flavor and it's based off of a a extinct species of bananas that was like back in the sixties. And so when I looked into this, I was like, this is really cool because it's like a fossilized flavor and so, you know, if these flavors used to exist and they don't now, like, I'm glad, you know, that someone's at least exploring the possibility of like, hey, this is what chips used to taste like or whatever. You know, I think it's, I think it's actually even like doing it for the science, you know, and doing it for, for a, a greater cause in my oh, yeah. opinion. <laughs> like, yeah. So we, um, we, uh, we worked with Mischief on a couple projects um, and I try not to give too many details away because they were very. They, they want to be very secretive and um, that's kind of part of the game. Um, but um, I'm here to devoid, all, uh, give all the secrets. No, I'm kidding. Um, they definitely like, so they're this like amazing creative studio and they, they did raise venture capital. Like they do have like hey, financial don't, don't be out in them like that. What do you mean? People know that. Andrea, did you know that? that they Yeah, like, of course have... I know. That's yeah. like the goal. That's like, <laughs> So the goal like, is to get VC subsidy for your shed post ideas to become reality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, true. so they but they have to like figure like because a lot of their ideas were so good, but they just like didn't have any sort of financial <laughs> value as a business. And I think that's what was so amazing about it. And I think it's interesting to see them sort of like pivot a little bit towards products that like mm-hmm. are really available for sale mm-hmm. and also are sort of like kind of one-off business ideas so the one for today is a, actually a collaboration with mr beast who's yeah like a youtuber a it's the one of the and everybody gets a lambo it's hilarious yes so everyone gets a car and it's like a 35 dollars car so i think this is like how they how they win right like they kind of have like all these crazy ideas and instead of just doing like six pairs of little Nas X satan shoes they do like limited drops of these crazy ideas and they actually manufacture them they actually make them and they actually sell them yeah, this one's insane because it's like you all buy these things and you can only you're not sure what you're going to get until you get it. Which is, again, kind of like they're just having fun on the Internet and mm-hmm. just like making shit. And I think, you, yeah, shit post the business idea, you know, the business plan. Shit post is the biz- new business model. If you think about it, <laughs> this is why you're getting ranch nog. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, it really I is. It's, all, it's always been. Like 90% of the topics that we talk about on the show are like essentially like, you know, I don't want to say, what's that guy's name? It's not Fuck Jerry, but like the um, Adam, the creator. Fat Jewish, the guy. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Like, uh, like, you know, basically like, yeah, shit post, like photoshopped, like, oops, all like uh, berries, you know, that kind of thing. That's what everything is now. Isn't that Fox of Chowder? A post, uh... Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And but is like doing it the best though. Like they're actually doing things that are creative and smart and make and and to be honest, like their websites and their sort of app and like the whole thing is like it's always very well done. 
So mm-hmm. I think it's the attention to detail that I think wins for me and I'm sure for everyone else. Right. I know. I mean, imagine like you being able to like even hire a team to, and that's literally my goal. Like if I can have a team where it's like, I have a designer and an engineer where can they just literally spin up all the stuff crazy wild ideas that i have like who wouldn't well, want that yeah so anybody out there listening uh yeah if there was ever a design studio that you know maybe had like eight or nine people in greenpoint brooklyn and like was maybe they had like a lot of food and beverage experience you know maybe you know we agency. our collaboration will manifest itself you know andre do you watch real housewives i am obsessed with real housewives did you know that they have their own canned wine <laughs> Like, which one the, yeah of course they so are. like the bravo like there is this brand that does canned wine that quotes all like it's all different quotes of mm-hmm. the different like housewives and stuff it's hilarious but that's like separate than that's like about the show in general well like every person on the show has their own brand like that's something that like they all do now because they're smart enough that like they're on tv so they might as well be selling something oh yeah the most iconic one Cause like, so I was watching Salt Lake City last night. And so one of the characters um, is actually a, she's a, she has, she has a, um, her name is Mary and she's, she runs a church in Salt Lake City. And I don't know really that much about her, but they were saying that everyone in the church believes that she's God. Oh yeah. I saw that episode. Yeah. And there's a real plot line that's going on where that she convinced one of the church members to sell their house and give her something like three million dollars so this is what we're trying to get to for you oh a hundred percent um these people that you they're part of the church of snack shot like your cult yeah i think not not enough sacrifice yeah a sacrifice i think i i would love to do a one-off drop with you guys like i feel like we can uh, we put our heads together i think we could do we could definitely like, you know, be be on the um, major headlines. We could definitely make make yeah. some noise. So let's manifest that for 2022. Yeah. And I think, you know, basically what you're saying is Matt Mischief is running around here with this like, you know, great business and great creativity. And they're running around without a competitor. And so uh, <laughs> no. we need to get no. into the game. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're saying a lot. Of, you're putting a lot of words into people's mouths <laughs> I here. Mean, listen. I don't want to, again, we're not here to talk about it, but we did, we did do the David Dobrik puzzle. So uh, we're, we're familiar with. Uh, oh my God. That was such a good drops. one. The one where it's like, you couldn't hold your, you couldn't like move your finger. Was it that one? No, that's a different one. Oh my God. All right. No flex. No more flexing. <laughs> okay. This is the hundred thousand dollar puzzle. Brought to you oh, by David I Durbrick. remember. And David oh Dobrik then went, got canceled. So we had to put it away, but uh, you know, basically the idea is simple. It's a puzzle. Um, but this is what, what's going on. So wait, quickly here, before I go, I want to read the flavors for you guys. Horse meat beef, a red meat flavor in the style of steak or tartare that is slightly on the sweeter side. Notes of onion, mushroom, thyme, mustard, horseradish, primed for a complimentary red wine pairing. Horse, Horse meat. meat is just some arbitrary line somebody drew way back when. It doesn't even, like, you should be, if you eat cows, you should be able to eat horses. Hashtag free horse meat. Fish, fugu, whitefish, sashimi. A subtle seafood umami flavor reminiscent of whitefish sashimi evokes ponzu, soy sauce, and mirin. That That's sounds really good if, if, if it wasn't like a poisonous fish. Yeah, but I think the chips are just going to chase like fit. Like it's just going to, I think the no, chips I, are just I, I read that. I read that every one in every uh, 300 chip will uh, have a slight <laughs> tinge of poison 
yeah. It's going to kill people. Yeah. I love the, the Russian roulette aspect of it. I mean, that's that's what we need more. That's the subwayification of, uh, you know, kind of, uh, exactly. of, of, of drops. The subwayification. I am dead. Can I tell you that last night at the uh, I went to a wedding yesterday and my cousin, uh, shout to Dan, um, he was like, yo, I loved your subway clip. And he showed it to his like new it was so wife funny. and his fiance. And then at the wedding, she came up to me and she's like, subway is not tuna. And I'm like, damn, this is this is, you know, I'm, I'm preaching <laughs> yeah, the gospel. We're, People we're, are. Yeah. We're making the doc. We're making That's the right. doc series. Yeah, we're we're getting we're, our our work here is uh is spreading. That's what I gotta say. And uh, <clears throat> if we if we're known if this show is known for anything, and it's a you know bringing the truth about Subway to the public. Yes. Then we've done our job. All right. Read the um, next last, flavor. The, the next flavor is Kasu Marzu cheese, a blue gorgonzola cheese aged brie and white cheddar, distinctly sharp cheese cheddar, but with lighter cheddar notes to round out the overall profile. So. Yeah, it's got maggots, right? It's but the thing is, like, it doesn't really have maggots. It just tastes like cheese. Well, no, none of so these like, things are really like they're not actually putting horse meat into the chips. What? Know? Yeah, they're working with a flavor house, dog. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, that's very interesting because, like, that you can make flavors like without. You know, it's similar to like when you're trying to make freaking. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys that there's this company that does alternative meat, but for exotic meat, so they do alternative cheetah milk, like meat, or alternative zebra meat. So it's like has science gone uh, too far? Yeah, I mean, I guess what you're saying is like this is just like seltzer. It's just like a hard seltzer of chips, you know, where they're just like, oh, we make this flavor taste like eggnog, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, fucking. I agree. I think that's where it is more than they literally used horse meat <laughs> yeah be, be it's not or, it's not organic horse meat it's it, <laughs> what's it called like fake horse, synthetic horse meat <laughs> i mean kevin said on the podcast i think it was last week he said we get it you know what a flavor house is like <laughs> and that. to be honest that's that's you know that's a lot of these projects a lot of these subway gets, are doing subway gets a lot of shit and i just wanted to go on record and say guys like they were the first alternative seafood <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that the, the alternative seafood. Yeah, I mean it's true. I guess right. Like, yeah, alternative seafood, but they made it from chicken and pork, <laughs> which um, is rough. Um, speaking of flavor houses, um, we have our next story is some Shella Good packaging from New Macaroni and Cheese brand Goodles. The story comes from the Die Line. Um, big Macaroni and Cheese has been notoriously marketing to children. Um, but you know who loves mac and cheese? Everybody. Can I tell you one thing about mac and cheese that I, I find annoying? Yeah. They always talk about how like mac and cheese is like for kids <laughs> and like how it's marketed towards kids. I feel like it's not like, I feel like it's everyone loves mac and cheese and that's like not a, like, it's a universally it's like a loved secret. dish. Yeah, it's like a uni- universally popular thing that people like. <laughs> yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, I agree. So there's a new brand and it's called Goodles. And basically what it is, it's a new, better for you, sort of a, you know, better designed version of mac and cheese that's hitting shelves. And it comes in like cheddar and it comes in like cacio pepe, which I thought was kind of interesting. But the big story here that everyone's talking about is that it has a founding team that includes Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is- Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal Gadot. Shit. Pronunciations are not- not going well on the pot today. You need to go to phonics school. I know. I'm hooked on phonics. Um, basically, Gal Gadot was Superwoman, and she was like a smart water spokesperson. 
and she, but she's most famous for the um, COVID video. Imagine where, um, where, yeah, she got celebrities to sing. Imagine. Hey, and I mean, to say that didn't go honest, well. The world was pretty bleak before that, and then like that happened, and it really just, just turned my whole life around. I think you know, it gave <laughs> yeah. me some hope. It gave me um, solace and really let me know yeah. that there was some good still left in the world when they sang that. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny to me, like the fact that uh, it was like putting, you know, that saying salt to the wound. <laughs> I think yes. that that's literally what it was. Oh, yeah. Imagine or, like, or Goodles. No, imagine. But yes. speaking of Goodles, so yes, they did launch. Um, and it's funny because like I feel like so many celebrities are now becoming co-founders. They're not really yes. the founders. They get added as a co-founder, similar to Kindle Forex and Bella Hadid situation, um, which no I'm comment. sure you're very <laughs> you're very proud of. Um, but yeah, so like when they when she announced it, it was so funny because people were like ratioing her on Twitter because a lot of people were like we can't even like what do you mean it's better for you mac and cheese and people are like having a hard time trying to figure out what it was made of and there's like a tweet that's hilarious that's like oh i th- there's a picture of like a unicorn icon they have like a unicorn icon and uh yes. like something else and then the guy was like oh yeah it's made with like <laughs> speaking of horse meat they literally said it's made with 21 nutrients from plants and horse meat <laughs> Because there's like a, there's a bunch of icons for like real? illustrations on yeah. the side of the Google's packaging, and one of them does have a unicorn on it. <laughs> All right, you got me there, Kevin. Kevin, what do you got? Um, I don't know. I mean, what's this going to be like? Seven dollars a box? <laughs> like, I'll stick with Annie's for my better for you mac and cheese. Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not really. I mean. You know, cool graphic design. Good job yes. on that. Like, yes. you know, hired I'm sure Al- Alex is going to buy it. Like, <laughs> Alex is totally going to buy this. Andre is going to buy it for her pantry to look cool. Uh, but- no, actually, I was going to say I would actually get uh, I would rather get camp which is another mm. better for you one that yeah. did a whole rebrand. So they the, initially they were going to do and I don't know have you, if you've seen it. Um, what do you mean Kevin? by better for you? How better for you? It's like it's just like this term. Uh, it's better for you as a new fat free. That's what it is. I'm familiar so with like, the term, but I'm, okay. I'm asking specifically, how is this mac and cheese better? for Oh, you? because according to them, like adding plants and more ingredients and healthier stuff to it makes it better. Yeah. Um, I think Kevin, that's very subjective. Numbers. Sorry to cut you off, Andrea. Do you see those numbers on the bottom of the packaging? See how it says has like a 14 there and then a six and yeah. then a 21. Okay. That's, that's because that's it's a nutritional lab- label. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's so they took those bad. numbers from the front and they put them on the back. No, they took them from the back and they put them on the front. That was, <sighs> that's what makes it better. Kevin. Oh, and by the way, just, just, this is another, the more, you know, type of moment. So there has been studies that say like the front of packaging stuff is more of a marketing ploy where people think it's being informative, but it's actually obviously just trying to get you to convert just because you think it's healthier that doesn't yeah. really necessarily like I want to see a side-by-side view of like nutrition facts and vitamins and all that shit yeah well it's going to be I'm, incrementally I'm better right like i think it's going to probably have like a couple more grams of, of protein and it's going to have like a little bit more fiber and like slightly more nutrients but this isn't yeah this isn't like the same as that ramen brand that says it's keto ramen and it's like yeah. what am i supposed to be like fucking at the gym like slurping ramen or what the fuck is this but I, I would say I do like Goodles, but in my opinion, like 
camp has it better. And I just shared it with you guys. Like, I feel like, I yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, that was a pretty. Yeah. I mean, camp, the logo and the packaging, I think, is is much better. But, you know, they don't have Gal Gadot and they don't <laughs> have this like big fork on the front with like the big, you know, kind of true. cheesy. True, thing. true. And they don't true. have the like psychedelic groovy typeface. Actually, they have their own sort of uh, groovy typeface. But yeah, I mean, this this just feels like, man, is this is this the beginning of the end for this type of like aesthetic style because i feel like this to me just feels like i think it's been fun it's been cool we've all been funky and groovy and type has been like 60s and 70s inspired. oh my god yes please and i feel like this may be the nail in the coffin please i really want like i really want more liquid death type of stuff i want like 80s van halen type of shit happening on packaging i'm like it's <laughs> please i really need this like i'm so fucking tired of the seven 70s cozy vibe that everybody's putting out there like we yes. we get it i think we this get is it the, like i think this is the nail in the coffin of the trend being like 60 you heard it cozy. here first <laughs> you got it like gal gadot's on it we got it it's 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 a wrap close up shop shut it down in my opinion, it was the moment that Burger King rebranded to their own 70s thing. To me, that was like, okay, guys, we get it. But, you yeah. know, I guess it's we we still had to uh, put like put up with it a whole more year. Like hey, we love, oh, a, Burger, still gonna, we love still, a Burger King rebrand that didn't well, the Burger King really do anything. Is very good. I think there's a difference between like a major brand like Burger King and like a startup brand like this, you know, sort of like I think it's cooler that Burger King, a brand that like has like a million locations can pull off like a warm cozy 70s like kind of groovy aesthetic like this this just feels like it's pandering i think it's so funny because it's become it's hilarious it's like in the way they're trying to make it different but like dude that this is the new blending like this is the new pastel like this is the new what everybody copied agreed i think it just like looks generic in a weird way right because it's like so it's like good design right like i think there's no arguing like it's actually cool and my one and but i do think it starts to become like you've seen it so many times this is how trends mm-hmm, generally mm-hmm. go right where it's like something becomes the cool design or what good design or cool is yeah and then everyone like copies it copies it copies it and then it comes to a point where you're just like well, yeah it's so not like, cool anymore because you've seen yeah. it and it's and it's over and I so think like the really flat right. design that magic spoon did on their cereal like that's yeah. been copied this is magic over spoon and over. mac and cheese <laughs> This is that's exactly yeah. what this is. This is the magic spoon of mac and cheese. It yeah, is. But also magic spoon tastes like shit. Like it's not it's a tasty cereal. Like it's gross. <laughs> I know. It people have described it to me that it tastes like sawdust. And I'm like, yeah. well, it oh. you you can't really compare it to your fucking frosted flakes because no, like that's that true. shit's I mean, like can't. pure fucking sugar. Like no, but there's there's gotta be some sugar. There's gotta be some middle ground in there. Um also, like, I thought it was hilarious how with the magic spoon, there's like literally oil stains on the box. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, our, we have we have a box that's like up there. Yeah. Can and, you like, guys? It's, it's like can you oil. guys get on our Discord and put that on one eight hundred? Not buying it. We have a whole channel for these types of things. With I'm like on our Discord, I just got on there. Whether you got, um, I'm not gonna say, but there's like a better for you brand that someone posted a picture of it like as they opened it it was moldy i'm like oh, something was it the better bagel because that happened to us it yeah. did stop yeah, we got the better bagel and it was moldy Yo, alex alex i can see that package on yourself right now you still have the better bagel like 
should we it's leave it there. should we leave it sit for a year and see what happens oh my god it's gonna it's gonna be the most gnarly thing in the history of mankind yeah um, but we o- we opened it and it was like you know one, one of them had one speck of mold and then the second <sighs> one had like well this yeah. yeah this picture is like it's all of them have like mold and like if you go on our discord you can see it but then people are responding like oh no i've been seeing like videos of people like coming like opening their bag and having it be moldy seems like a a crisis in the making i literally tweeted i was like i think that they should try to mitigate this well like how far did they have to ship that because you know maybe maybe the new trend should be just like eating locally because yeah you know, it's better for every system involved to not have to ship a fucking bagel from 100%. LA to New York. Yeah, like, of course I agree. He's gonna get moldy. Yeah, or DTC doesn't need to be like food. Well, this <laughs> this like, company food. raised a big chunk. Not not really. They ra- they raised a decent size amount of of money. So I'm thinking like, you guys neither put poodles? that money to work. No, better bagel. Oh, better bagel. That's a terrible idea. That's like uh, that will be dead in in two years. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've like, shit. We've shit so much on that the better bagel, bagel. Like that is disgusting. No one needs fiber, and <laughs> that is the, there's so much. All so I much will say, all I will say, is brands beware. Because as someone who is very much consumer centric, I see this happen all the time. Where it's like you have the PR, you have the branding, and all the glitzy shit. And when it actually yeah. comes down to the product, people are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And so, like, I think that this is, I guess, the moral. Andrea's moral of the story today yeah. is just like don't sell something you don't sell people on a something that you can't actually deliver so if you can't dude if you're a bagel company who can't deliver a bagel without a fucking mold on it like and you're supposed to be frozen whatever you have to figure that shit out you can't like i would be freaking out like the fact that you guys told me this and and you had that exact same experience like that's that's a huge red red flag for me. I'm just yeah, we, actually <laughs> we actually have a video of we we did we shot a video of that episode and uh yeah. Not everything so. needs to be DDC. Like not every not every product Thank needs you. to be reinvented. Yeah. And I think that's the key. My here's my last question on Goodles. First and foremost, Goodles is a great name. Like naming products is so hard Good to name. do. We do a lot of naming in, in our studio and it's really challenging. Goodles is just like a trademarking home run. So I need to give them some credit there. Goodles is a great name. Do you know who was the agency behind it or no? Uh it says I looked it up. It says it has three people. It has Dan Chadro, Studio Please, and Zero. I don't think I don't really understand who what that means, but um, uh, John, I guess Dan Chodro. Shout out to him. Give him give him the give him the the credit because um, <laughs> he designed this. So, and I think that, I think the design is good, but it's like good in this like sort of way that somehow feels dated. You know, we like something. Like, it's so '90s and flat, and just mm-hmm. it's almost become generic. My, my last, last, last question. If Gal Gadot was not part of this launch, <laughs> it would be better. Do you think do you think that people respond better to this? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think people wouldn't have roasted it as much, honestly. In this yeah. in this moment, I think that and that's a I think that's a very careful line that people have to think about where it's like similar to what happened with David Dobrik, like that whole dispo thing that happened, like that was like a whole mess. And so it's going to be interesting to see like when you start to see more of these partnerships or co-founder type of shit happen, like how are people going to react based on like what their perception of the personality of that celebrity is. So for Gal Gadot, it was like, it was hilarious. Like people were just trolling it and trolling it. (laughs) I was like, 
I'm pretty sure it's just because like it's her. Like, cause Definitely. it was on her yeah, video. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, do you think Gal Gadot was the first like pick for this brand? Like, <laughs> like, do you think they were like, Oh, we've got to get Gal, Gal Gadot. No. They, also, like, probably, what does she have to do like with the, Mac and cheese? It's probably like the fifth. What does any celebrity have to do with fucking anything? No, no, like absolutely nothing. This Gal Gadot was like probably the, the fourth or fifth person on this list. <laughs> Everybody else said no. And they're stuck with, you know, a C-list celebrity who has problematic views on Israel and, you know, oh my God, um, yeah. you know, is kind of an elitist and uh, makes shitty Imagine videos. And Let's fucking go, dude. My favorite was like when people were also like roasting the copy um, on the website. So like someone screenshot oh, yeah. it, like a, a review from an eight year old. And it's like, I need this in my everyday life. Violet, eight years old, knows what she likes. And then someone tweeted, Why does this eight year old talk like every 34 year old BuzzFeed writer? And I die. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, as someone who has, uh, you know, written some testimonials <laughs> on some websites that we won't name that are probably not real, that's probably not a real, uh, or maybe that is a real person, but she definitely didn't say, uh, I need this in my everyday Dude, life. Like, who the, yeah, like what fucking eight-year-old is like, eight-year-olds don't give a shit. Like, and, I, and I've actually done my extensive like Gen Alpha type of mm. investigation where kids don't give a fuck. Like I'll ask kids like, what do you think about this brand? It's like, dude, kids forget about the brand like two seconds later that they're not giving a shit. They're like, oh, I was hungry. I had a snack. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, No one's exactly. going to be like talking about like how this snack changed your life. It's so fucking stupid. Well, and also like other people on this founding team were like CEOs of Kraft and like Annie's co-founder and like there's just like a lot of really credible like mac but and then cheese that's people stupid then, but that's so this is why I fucking hate PR and like how they skew narratives it's like this, the narrative is like oh coming to disrupt Annie's mac just like shut the fuck up dude it's like literally yeah. the co-founder of the company that you're trying to disrupt like it's it just feels very inauthentic to me I'm not gonna lie like I'm so sick of that it's like just fucking be honest and be like guys like we clearly saw that Annie's like mac and cheese is like on the uh, you know whatever like it's no longer popular amongst millennial parents like we have to give them something like a glitzy thing a DTC thing and so we're doing this other fucking thing instead of like trying to position it as like this life-changing fucking thing it's like guys it's mac and cheese <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and uh, the last um, we need to move on but like the fact move that on we need to wrap up max baby or sorry max back baby it's like where did mac and cheese go and mac and cheese is not back they're claiming that it, it never is, left. It never it's went back. away it never yeah. fucking left what do yeah, you mean it has not like, left yeah and to be honest they're not even doing anything special like bonza has like a chickpea mac and cheese right and i'm sure mm -hmm. that's like at least like we're talking about something that's like a slightly better ingredient or something that's like a little bit better for you like this is literally just craft mac and cheese just with a better design and a d-list celebrity okay <laughs> um we boom roasted um yeah. moving on to uh, we're not other... moving on we're, we're wrapping up we have okay. to wrap up <laughs> oh we gotta wrap up okay Pop I'm sorry i'm sorry no last the, the, here's, my, here's, my alex. here's my impression of alex here's my impression of alex last thing Five minutes later. Last thing. <laughs> I love it though. I'm the kind of person I Alex, I get you. I could talk about this for hours. Goodles? Do you want to keep no, talking it, about Goodles? No. I think that's that's why this is a good podcast because we're talking about it. All righty. Last words. Andrea, last words. Take us um, some. Thank you guys for having me. This was a killer first time um as like a 
guest more than a guest i guess um and yeah i'm excited you know again i just want to say fuck you uh hidden valley because that was like the worst shit i've ever seen and i just want those words to be you know remain permanent <laughs> yeah I I, I I think we can all echo fuck you hidden valley um your ranch is trash i like ranch and that ranch sucks so Dude, we should do merch now i think that we need merch around this <laughs> oh absolutely stop making ranch here personality that's what i have to say stop it right. stop it um thank you guys we uh we love you and uh we'll see you next week imagine there's no heaven it's easy if you try no hell below us above us only sky imagine all the people Living for today. Imagine there is no countries It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion too. Imagine all the people. You may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you will join us, and the world will live as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed and hunger, brotherhood of man. Sharing all the world, you. They may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. And the world.